John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just going live on Instagram now. Uh, we're going to be answering a few questions, getting stuck into that this afternoon. Uh, so we'll just wait for people to join. Any questions you got, guys, uh, send them through, whatever you got. Let's get the ball rolling. Uh, we're going to be recording for the podcast this afternoon. Jacko, hope you're doing well, mate, over there. Hope everything's going well. Hopefully link up this year for some content. Uh, what have we got? Jersey Tragic, welcome on. Cheers, Matt. Appreciate that. Uh, thoughts on Zach Hosking signing for the Raiders. Uh, I actually haven't seen an update of that over the last 24 hours, but I did hear uh, that that was going to go ahead. I like it for the Raiders. You've obviously got uh, Elliot Whitehead retiring at the end of the season. Uh, I'm a big Zach Hoskins fan. I think that sort of slowed down towards the end of the season, uh, but I think that that is just the reality of first grade and how hard it is. I think we expect that all these guys can play 80 minutes week in, week out. Your body's got to get used to it. Zach Hosking is a little bit older, but he hasn't played a stack of first grade footy, so I think he'll be better for the run. And I think if the Raiders have managed to uh, get that signing, I think it's a very, very good one for them. The Panthers have got endless options to replace Zach Hosking out there. You've obviously got Luke Garner still there. Uh, you've obviously got Maverick Guy, who I think we'll see a bit of this season. Uh, you've also got Isaac Tungo, who could potentially make the move into the back row as well. So uh, Penrith will be fine. I think for Canberra, that's a good little signing. And how good the fucking Tim Williams look alike. Uh, how do you feel about Timmy Williams joining the Raiders? Great story. That's going to be fun this year. Really looking forward to joining him up about that. Sean Bloor, goodbye for the storm if he goes through. I think so, mate. I'm a huge Sean Bloor fan. Always have been. Uh, whenever we talk about him on Bloke in a Bar, uh, he is just so talented. He's still got such a big future in our game. I think when we all saw him debut against Nathan Brown that night where he went toe-to-toe with him, that was fucking unreal. That's the sort of guy you want your footy side. And I think that uh, the Melbourne Storm, as we've been saying for two years now, they're just crying out uh, for strike forwards in that side. They've got the spine. They've got everything else. So, uh, fingers crossed, Sean Blord does arrive down there. I think that would be a great get for the Melbourne Storm. It's hard to decide who probably wins that trade between, uh, obviously, the Tigers. They are desperate for outside backs. Justin O'Lamb's a great get. I'd probably lean towards Melbourne, though. I think Sean Blord's got a huge future in our game, and he could become a real staple of the Melbourne Storm down there. So, a very good get. Uh, biggest rookie watch for trials in a month's time, Guru. Uh, heap of guys to keep an eye on. Make sure you guys are following the short ball uh, at the short ball underscore. Uh, I think that there will be, obviously, at the Canberra Raiders, a lot of guys to watch there. you got Chevy down there, Ethan Stewart. Uh, Ethan Stewart. Ethan Strange. Uh, yeah, KO Weeks, these sort of guys down at Canberra. So very, very keen to watch how they go. Even guys like Atta Mariota down there, I think he's going to absolutely explode this season. Uh, so a heap of guys to watch. I think the Raiders are probably one of the more interesting ones. Carlos Duncan's another guy I'm very excited to see. Uh, you saw Dion the 5'8". He really impressed in trials last year. I think Jai Gray is going to be one to watch for South Sydney this year. We'll go sort of in depth with could be anything's as you get close to the season. Uh, there's a few announcements there as well, which you guys will absolutely froth. So stay tuned for those as we get closer to the year. 
Thoughts on the Tigers for this season? Um, I sort of gave my thoughts the other day uh, on Bloke in a Bar. So if you want a bit more in-depth, go and have a listen there. But I think this has to be a bit of a building year for the Tigers. Uh, I spoke about it the other day that uh, when Matty Burton signed with the Canterbury Bulldogs, they had a year to get ready for his arrival and he arrived there and they hadn't sorted out shit with their halves. So I think the Tigers need to avoid that. I think Bud Sullivan is the guy that they need there um, to partner Jerome Luai eventually. But you got Aiden Caesar this year. So I'd probably start round one with Caesar at seven and I would have Bud Sullivan at six, but I would definitely be uh, putting a bit more responsibility on Bud Sullivan as the season went on. So I like the direction the Tigers are heading. I like the squad. I don't think they'll play finals footy this year. Uh, I don't think they'll be last, though. So that's a huge improvement off the back of the last two years. I think the Tigers finish around the uh, probably 10 to 13 sort of mark. I still think it will be a building year for them. Uh, do you think Falunga can play centre and pair Meany in 2024? I don't think so. Uh, I think Farlong goes more of an out-and-out fullback. I think that... Uh, uh, yeah, I think because guys like Latrell and guys like Turbo jump into the centre position and brain it, I think people get an idea in their head that anyone can play centre. Uh, defensively, I think it's the hardest position on the field in defence. Uh, you have to make so many key decisions. You're sort of in control of that edge. I don't think it's the sort of position that you can just get chucked in there and play. So far longer, the age is that. Uh, I would be leaving him in reserve grade when Pappy's fully fit and humming. I would be leaving Farlongo in reserve grade. Uh, maybe you could play him off the bench potentially, but I think they want to run with two hookers to help Harry Grant. I wouldn't be playing him at centre, though. I don't think he's a big enough body to play there at the moment. I'd be just letting him get reps in reserve grade, play some Q Cup, playing fullback and whatnot. Um... Guru, question, sir, when the Titans go undefeated this season, where are we going out to celebrate? BKR Sport, obviously a big Titans fan. I like the Titans this year. I don't know if they play finals footy, but I am super excited about them. I love the direction that they are heading in as a franchise, uh, ticking off a lot of boxes up there for me, the Gold Coast Titans. So aside that I'll be very keen to watch, obviously Desi Hazler arriving, that's massive. Um, just be interesting to see the sort of style of play that they go with under Des. I don't really know what to expect, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, Titans, one of the more exciting teams to watch this year, in my opinion. You're going to have a dig in draft this year. Yeah, look, I only assembled probably the greatest team of all time last year and robbed of a premiership, another one. So I'll have another dig. Uh, but yeah, ended up with KP, Turbo, and Nathan Cleary in my side last year and didn't fucking win it. So it's one of the great kicks in the dick of all time. So we'll be back on the saddle uh, with the weekly rub down, bringing draft content to you guys over the next couple of weeks. I think we might have our first episode next week, so stay tuned for that. Uh, is Josh Curran the most likely to start at 13 for the Dogs? I think so, mate. Uh, I think Josh Curran should have been a starting player in the NRL quite some time ago. Uh, so I am expecting him to lock up, line up in the 13 jersey at Canterbury. I just think they're so shallow on middle forwards that I, I don't know how else they could line up, to be honest with you. So, yeah, I'm expecting him to be the 13. It was a shower for the top eight, mate. Yes, uh, you can never really rule them out, uh, the Parramatta Eels, but I probably don't have them in my eight as it stands right now. Uh, obviously, missed last year. The top eight is going to be so tough this year. There's going to be some very, very good teams that miss out. And at the moment, I think Parramatta is probably one of those for me, but we'll see as we get closer to the season. Uh, Jersey Tragic, absolute legend. I've got to reach out to you too, bro. I've got to talk to you about something. Uh, do you have a favorite game of all time, state of origin not included? Uh, favorite game of all time. I was at the 2004 grand final. I'll always remember that one as an absolute cracking grand final, Freddie's last game and whatnot. Um, I was at the 2015 grand final. Uh, obviously, that was just unbelievable stuff. I was at a really good game when I was a kid when... Um, it was a test match between Australia and New Zealand, the SFS, and Thurston threw a dummy, went through, threw it to Darren Lockyer. He scored an extra time to win. I want to say 
I want to say the 2006 Tri-Nations final, I think it was. That was an absolute cracker. I remember being at that one. But, yeah, I've been very lucky to be at a number of good games. The 05 Tigers grand final. Um, yeah, I've been very lucky to be at a number of good games. I always remember. Taking out State of Origin makes it tough. Uh, but I think one of my favorite games ever is the 1990 Kangaroo Tour. I've spoken about a lot on this podcast. Uh, game two, when Ricky Stewart goes down the sideline, sets up Mal. Incredible stuff. Uh, Zeri back this year. How's he going to go? I think he'll start slow. Uh, I think coming back in the NRL after a couple of years off is very tough. But I'm a big Bronson fan. He's trained very hard over this offseason. Uh, he did the crime, served the time, all that sort of stuff. So I'm welcoming well, I'm welcoming Zeri back with broken, ar- uh, broken arms, with open arms. And I am uh, very, very keen to see how he goes. So, uh, yeah, I think he'll do well. I'll own him in Supercoach. Uh, I used to love watching him play. So keen to see how he goes. Uh, Jose Apollo, big next thing coming from the Titans. We've got a few young Titans up there that are very entertaining. Uh, they're going to be an interesting side to watch over the next few years. It's almost, uh, the Titans are almost in a spot where they've got too much talent. They've got to work out who they keep, who they let go. Uh, and then, you know, of course, everyone will sit back and in hindsight tell them how they got it right or wrong or whatever it was. So some tough decisions coming from the Titans. Uh, what have we got? Smokey for Origin this year. The Colin Reuben Cotter was goaded. Yeah, got to find another Smokey this year. Not quite sure who it'll be. I think um, I think the Queensland side is reasonably set in stone. I think the New South Wales team is really up for grabs. I think with Madge coming in, I think he'll really change it. I wouldn't be surprised if he just picks a couple of really tough bastards that potentially we haven't considered before. Uh, guys like Cam McInnes I've spoken about. Uh, maybe it's past him a little bit, but he's the sort of footballer that I can see Madge sort of going for. Uh, so yeah, we'll see who Madge goes for, but I do think there will be a couple of debutants under him, a couple of guys that he goes a little bit rogue with. So exciting times for the New South Wales Blues. Really came for origin this year. Uh, who do you think will be the biggest change in the ladder next year? Who will change the most up or down? I was having a look at a market the other day uh, that one of the betting agencies was offering about uh, teams that go up or down. Me and Matty the Waterboy were having a look at it. Um, South Sydney, I, I think probably they are the team that I look at outside of the top eight that has the best chance to make the top four. So they could be big jumpers. But also the Tigers, for example, like if they finish ninth or tenth for all the laughing and joking, they'll go up seven spots, you know. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who makes the biggest jump on the ladder. Uh, the Cowboys are another team I think could potentially make a big jump. Um, I think the team that could drop the furthest could potentially be the Raiders from eighth to a little bit lower than that. I think they could be bottom four. Uh, so, yeah, yeah I I'd have to have a ladder in front of me and see who's placed where and whatnot. Uh, but we've got trials, team lists, everything's still to come. So plenty more to come there. When's Beers and Break Evens back? Beers and Break Evens is returning next Wednesday, the 17th of January. Uh, myself and Timmy got together today. We caught up with the legends from Blue Wealth Property to talk about season 2024. Uh, so me and Timmy will be back in Guru Studios as, as we are, as we stand right now. Uh, the CBA Center of Excellence, as I'm calling it. Uh, so next Wednesday, uh, Beers and Break Evens will be coming to you, our very first episode from the CBA Center of Excellence. So very exciting. Got a couple of changes coming up. Uh, some new people joining us, which we'll introduce you to that I'm super, super excited about. It's going to be a huge year on Beers and Break Evens. And uh, no, I'll, I'll wait to tell you about it until Timmy's with me. Uh, but yeah, plenty coming your way. Uh, Guru, do you ever think about going into coaching? I don't. I loved coaching, mate. I had a great time with it. Uh, but I just don't probably have the time at the moment. And you can't... Um, 
people think it's easy, but if you're coaching a footy side like an under 16s or whatever it might be, uh, it takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, and you've got to be willing to sacrifice that time. And at the moment, just where Guru is at and my life's at, uh, probably not capable of doing it realistically. Uh, watching as much football as I do to then have half my Sunday taken up by more football and two to three nights a week and all the extra stuff that goes on, uh, probably a little bit too much. I can see myself doing it one day, like when I've got kids and stuff, definitely. Uh, but at the moment, I probably just don't have time for it. I'd rather someone that's more passionate about it and has the time to do it, do it properly. Volkman, an option being halfback only or go for Cleary slash Hines. Volkman's going to be an interesting one. I personally think... He is a very good shot to grab the 5'8 jersey uh, at the St. George Illawarra Dragons. He'd probably be my choice. Kyle Flanagan's there as well. I probably think Flano's probably the favourite. Uh, we are talking about on Bloat the other day that obviously Shane's come out and said Flano's uh, been recruited as a nine. I don't, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't know if I'd buy that completely, to be honest with you. But if I'm picking a 5'8", I would be going with Ronald over Flano because uh, I just think Flano is a genuine seven. And with Ben Hunt there, you don't really need that at the moment. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. But I would like to see Volkman given a gig. You guys know how high I am on him. Big season for Lane and Dillbags. Yeah, I reckon they explode this year for Parramatta. They are two of my first picked players uh, for season 2024 in Supercoach. We'll talk about it more with Timmy next Wednesday. Uh, but I think Sean Lane is at enormous value coming off a pretty shitty 2023. And Dill Brown, I, I just think he's... Him and Munster are the two best 5'8s in Supercoach. Uh, he's the most... Oh, I think when you get to the end of the season, Munster looks consistent, but I think Dill Brown is the most consistent guy. And when you can get him and Sean Lane... I've said it a few times this offseason. I, I think it's a fucking slam dunk, so I'll be all over it. Um, surely Storm have to play Howard this year. Yeah, you would think so, Howarth. Uh, yeah, you would think so, mate, but I have said that two years in a row. So I don't really know what's going on with Jack Howarth. That's a bit of a weird situation. Uh, Zeri faster than Addo Carr. I don't know, mate. Uh, Roger's probably the one to ask that. Roger Fabry, he's trained both of them over the years. Um, I know that Bronson's still looking pretty big to me. I wouldn't be surprised if he does uh, drop a little bit of weight once he does get back into first grade. He's looking a little, uh, like when I sort of eyeball him at the moment, I sort of think, fuck, maybe he could jump in the back row sort of stuff. Uh, but I've seen him moving. I've seen him training with Roger Fabry once or twice. and he, He's absolutely flying at the moment, Bronson. Um, but I'm not sure. I haven't seen you know, a bit hard to say with Fox. I think Fox was at his absolute peak pace a couple of years ago. Not to say Fox is slow or anything like that. He's still a, an absolute demon. Uh, but I think he did put on a bit of weight a couple of years ago to sort of uh, do more work coming out of his own end and whatnot. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I think Saab's probably the fastest in the game right now for me. Uh, he'd be the guy that I would tip. But uh, yeah, Bronson v Fox would be an interesting one. Maybe Fox. I, I, I don't know. Uh, Lazarus, yeah, Lazarus down at the Melbourne Storm. Very excited about him. Tristan Powell, I haven't seen too much of, but I've heard a few people touching on him. So a couple of guys to watch down there at the Melbourne Storm. I think they really need uh, a forward to jump out of the ground down there. Uh, Hosking should have stayed at the Broncos, but you can understand why he's chasing opportunities. Yeah, um, I I don't blame Zach Hosking for leaving the Broncos. They're easy in hindsight when they make it to a grand final and whatnot. Uh, but you have an opportunity to join the Penrith Panthers after Viliami Kikau's leaved and these sort of guys. I get why Zach Hosking did it. I probably would have done the same. So both firm or a smoky, I assume you mean for origin, mate. Uh, and yeah, both firm, I reckon he is a smoky. Obviously coming back from a pretty big injury. Might not see the best of both firm or this year. Might be the year after. Uh, but I, I think he's a really classy footballer. Very underrated, both firm. Also keen to see him return. 
Dylan Walker could play for New South Wales this year. Yeah, Dylan Walker's name's been chucked up a few times. Uh, obviously, a great utility, can play you know, just about every position on the field, Dill, at a reasonably high click. So I don't hate it, but I don't think Dill Walker will be there personally. Uh, but Madge obviously has history with Dill. He obviously coached him in 2014 when they won the comp. And I, I when I talk about the best centre in the game in 2014, I talk about Dylan Walker. So there is a bit of history there, an interesting sort of one to watch there. Um, Guru, Guru t-shirt merch a possibility before Magic Crown a drop like that could be anything uh, plenty of merch coming this year Guru they are, are all going to be limited drops so uh, every bit of merchandise that you guys have got so far has been limited edition so like these uh, I don't think they will be coming back um, so yeah the uh, 100 150 odd people that got those or whatever it was uh, very very good grab there because they probably won't be coming back so we've got a few things we've got some Supercoach merch coming your way um, we've got uh, we've got something else coming your way as well that's going to be really exciting uh, that I'm going to announce over the next few weeks. There'll be merchandise off the back of that that will move very quickly. I think you guys will fucking love this new idea as well. I'm super excited about it. The rugby league nerd inside me loves it. Uh, what do you think of Cobo to center? I uh, dropped a podcast earlier today on someone Cobo moving to the centers. Very, very interesting move. Um, I, I don't hate it, to be honest with you. My initial reaction was, no, don't do it. Uh, but the more I thought about it, the more I could understand where Kevy's coming from. My only concern is that you've got Selwyn playing left centre. You've got Kirk Cable leaving, so Pierre Kura comes into that edge. Uh, you've got Ezra Mann there. Three guys that defensively, I think uh, that's the spot I would be targeting if I was playing the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, I think they start the season with a game against South Sydney. Uh, so if, from what I've been told is correct, they will have Talis Duncan and Campbell Graham going at them in that game. I think the next game after that, they will take on the Penrith Panthers at Penrith. So you'll have Nath Cleary, Liam Martin, and Isaac Tungo, I believe it'll be at right centre, taking on that edge. So it's going to be... Uh, a baptism of fire for those young Broncos out there. Uh, but I understand. I understand. I think Selwyn can handle the role. I, I know an attack he'll be fine. And I just think their right edge to the Broncos between uh, Selwyn and Katoni, I just thought there, 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 was, there was just a lot of problems there last year. So I understand why Kevy's making the move. Um, and, you know, you probably don't have a centre that's absolutely jumping out of the ground to take that spot for me. Dean Mariner's obviously one's very talented, but not, like, jumping out of the ground demanding it. Karapani's up there as well. Uh, whereas wingers, you've got a few guys you can choose from there. Corey Oates, Jordan Piera, uh, a number of options there you can chuck out on the sting. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like the move. I, I think it'll take time. Uh, but I think it will come good eventually for the Brisbane Broncos. So, uh, Guru, mate, you're a legend. All the best 2024. Conscious class is always champion. Thanks for giving uh, some spice to our days. Thanks, Nick. I appreciate that, mate. Mate, means the world. Guru for a three-peat. Fucking oath. Fucking Tim Williams. We're going for three beers and break-evens titles. Have I got the trophy here? No, it's not in this room. Uh, we're going for three beers and break-evens titles this year in a row, uh, taking on the great Timmy Williams, who finished second a couple of years ago. Uh, always better when they're your mates and you can knock them over. So that's what I love most about beers and break-evens, uh, talking shit with Timmy every week. And uh, when you've got two championships, you're wearing two belts, uh, it feels a lot better, let me tell you. Uh, I think Warriors could stay top four. I don't think they will. I think they will drop out of the top four. Um, who replaces them, I'm not too sure, but I think the Warriors will be sort of a five to ten sort of team this year. Um, and, and I know Warriors fans will get upset and everything, but it's very hard for teams that make big jumps to stay up at the top. Uh, you look at the Penrith Panthers, what they've done, it's been incredible, but it is so rare for teams to make big jumps and stay at the top. Uh, and, you know, I said the same thing last year about the Cowboys and the Sharks. Cowboys Cowboys missed the finals. You know, Cowboys fans blew up the Luxemi at the start of last year, calling me a hater and all this bullshit. 
the reality is that it is hard to stay at the top of the NRL and teams that make big jumps, it's hard for them to sort of stay there. You look at Cronulla, they made the top four. Uh, this year, they sort of limped into finals. They went out straight sets. Uh, you look at the Parramatta Eels, they went all the way to the grand final, didn't make finals. Cowboys, all the way to a prelim final, incredibly impressive. They've got to do it again next year, miss finals. So, yeah, look, I'll stand by the same take I said last year. Teams that make big jumps, it's very hard for them to maintain it the year after, and that's just evidence from history. That's not being a hater or a shit take. It's literally just what history tells us. Uh, so I think next year, the most interesting sides as far as that goes, the New Zealand Warriors, the Newcastle Knights, and the Brisbane Broncos. You've got to remember the Broncos jumped from outside the top eight, made it all the way to the grand final. So those are the three teams for me that I think will be very, very interesting next season. I think the Broncos, I believe they will be a top eight side. Uh, but I think the other two, they'll be a very good talking point throughout the year, especially when you've got teams like uh, South Sydney that didn't make the eight. You've got teams like Parramatta, North Queensland. Uh, and a lot of these other teams have improved. Like I think the Dolphins have improved. I think the Titans have improved. The Tigers have improved. Uh, even Canterbury with with like Stephen Crichton and stuff, they've improved. So it's going to be a cracking year. Really looking forward to it. Um, uh, biggest talent coming through that didn't quite push on. Zach Docker-Clay, for me, the bloke was a freak coming through. Yeah, I noticed Zach Docker-Clay still in the top 30 for the Sydney Roosters. Great to see. Uh, there's been a lot of guys that have sort of looked like, uh, I think I said the other day, promised the world, deliver an atlas. Can't be loved, that one. A lot of guys that have looked like they were going to be absolute superstars and haven't quite kicked on. Um, I don't really like addressing those guys, though, to be honest with you. Uh, I think it's a bit harsh on them. You know, I think that we look at guys that play one or two first-grade games and consider them a failure. But um, as I always say, one first-grade game is cl- you know climbing fucking Mount Everest. So I'm not really in the business of pointing out guys that I thought would be good that didn't turn out being good. I don't think that's really fair play. Um Roger Fabry, here he is. I heard you were a goat coach. Yeah, I think you've got one of my boys down there, mate. Old, old Richie, I'm sure he's flying down there. Roger, if you're still on, answer in the uh, comments. Uh, who's faster? We had a question before, Bronson or Josh Adokar. Let me know, mate. Hosking to the Raiders, I like it. Uh, you going to Vegas? Yes, I will be in Las Vegas. Um, we'll have some more details coming out about that soon, but I will be in Las Vegas all booked, ready to go. So, uh, yeah, can't fucking wait. Uh, if you are coming to Vegas, let me know. I'll do a few uh, meet and greets or just catch up for beers or whatever whilst we're over there. I'll be filming a bit of content over there as well, so I'd love for you guys to be involved with all that. Uh, it's going to be a good time. So if you are going to be in Las Vegas, let me know especially as we get closer when we get over there I'll put up a few things on my story uh, to keep in touch with you guys and hopefully we can catch up have a few beers um, if some of you fans are keen you can come into uh, into the st- oh, not into the studio but I'll have all my equipment over there recording some podcasts and everything I'd love to hear from you guys over there as well so yeah I'll be working over there and doing a few things but uh, yeah super excited for Vegas can't wait to meet you all over there it's going to be unreal um, Luke Brooks uh, worth a sniff in Supercoach Classic. I think at 560k, I think he is. I think he's a little bit over. So I think Brooksy has a very good season, uh, but I'm just, I just don't know in that team with Ches as the halfback, the dominant half. If I can see Brooksy, you know, in, in order to start with him at 560k, you got to know that he's going to make some money. And I don't know if he averages more than. 65 or 70, like oh, I think he averages about 55, 60, Brooksy. So, uh, yeah, won't be for me. I can understand why people like the move, but not for me. Uh, what have we got? News in within the past hour, Zach Hosking granted release. Yeah, I've been on my phone, to be honest with you, until this. Had a few meetings and whatnot this afternoon, so I'm hearing it from you guys. Uh, thinks RTS go good in the centres. Yeah, I think RTS will go good wherever he is, mate. He's an absolute freak. 
Um, I would play him at fullback, but, you know, uh, I'm sure he'll do well playing at centre there. Fabry, depends what distance. If it's 100 metres, I back Sarah. Yeah, okay, so he's backing Bronson over 100 metres there. Rog, he would know much better than me uh, on those boys. So, yeah, two absolute speedsters. Uh, very excited to see Bronson return, as I said. Uh, I've seen him training down there with Rog a bit here and there. And, uh, my God, he looks fit and ready to go. So, keen to see how he goes when he returns. I think we'll all own him in Supercoach. So he'll be a very good watch for all of us. Uh, what about Briz Vegas? Uh, yep, I will be at Magic Round this year. Very excited for that. Um, I think when I go to Vegas, I actually have to fly to Brisbane to go to LA first. So, be making a little pit stop in Brisbane first. Um, just having a look at our last few questions, guys. Then we are going to hit the road. Uh, last few, I'm down the very bottom of the comments section. After State of Origin, Burton and Cogger with Schneider being from Townsville. Can you see him going to the cows to replace Chad? Uh, yeah, I'm not. I think they've they've got a few guys up there at the Cowboys. Obviously, uh, Jake Clifford has returned. Tommy Dearden. I think Tommy Dearden will be the one to replace Chad. I think he'll be the halfback moving forward after that, uh, and then they have to find a five eight. Whether that's Jakey Clifford, they've got a couple of young guys up there that I fancy as well. Tommy Chester and these sort of guys. So, uh, do you watch the Harold Maths and SG Ball games? Yeah, I do, mate. Watch it all pretty closely. Uh, that's where I sort of base all my opinions from. I could be anything from there. Uh, my brother has played Harold Maths and SG ball the last few years so I was probably watching more of it over the last few seasons uh, he's now in in flag squads uh, so yeah it's going to be a little bit harder this year so I'm going to have to be uh, getting out a little bit more I won't get to watch as many games because my brother won't be there but I'll be out and about uh, watching more of those games next year so yeah so much talent coming through it's unreal uh, thoughts on Volkman at, for 238k at halfback really like him uh, love Volkman always been a huge fan of him uh, as a player and just as a bloke I think he's a really good fella uh, so I'm, I'm rooting for Volkman but I probably still think I probably still think Shane will probably go with Kyle Flanagan uh, but as I said I think Kyle's a halfback there's a 5-8 spot available there so I would probably go with Volkman um Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Cam Murray, Supercoach thoughts. I'm sure fucking Tim will have him. He buys him every goddamn year. Um I think it'll be interesting with Cam Murray. Obviously, he's had a big couple of years. Talos Duncan comes into the side this year. I do wonder if maybe Talos spends a bit of time at 13. Maybe Cam plays reduced minutes at a different point. But we always say that about Cam, and he just, you know, he just always keeps on keeping on Cam Murray. So I don't know. Probably won't be for me. Drop more hats. Yeah, mate, there's more coming over the next – probably in the next month or so. We've got a special campaign that we're launching that's going to be super exciting. You guys are going to fucking love it. It's going to be unreal. Uh, I plan to have hats and T-shirts. So a um, little bit different to things we've dropped before. Uh, similar hats, just with a very different design, a very unique design. They'll be very limited numbers, and it's uh, it's going to be something you wanna, you're going to want to be a part of. And there'll be T-shirts as well, which are very different to anything we've done before as well. So – very exciting. Uh, Talos Duncan, left edge. I'm actually hearing Talos Duncan's going to play on the right edge and Keon Kalmantungi is going to play on the left edge. So uh, I'm not sure if that's what I would do, uh, but from what I'm hearing from a few people now, it sounds like that's what's going to happen at South Sydney. So interesting time, see how that plays out. Mav Gaia, Riley Price to stay able to take Hosking's spot. I think Mav Gaia is probably the guy for me. I haven't seen as much of Riley Price as I have of Mav, uh, but I think Mav Gaia will be the one 
that they'll be eyeing off moving forward. I also do think there's a sniff that Isaac Tungo uh, trans- transfers into being a back rower over the next few years. So shock me, the Penrith Panthers, I got plenty of really good options, uh, plenty to choose from there. All right, guys, uh, I'm going to hit the frog and toad. Thank you for joining us. Once again, uh, we'll try and do more of these Instagram lives during the off-season when we're in the studio and whatnot. Uh, This is all recorded, so it will be live on the Rugby League Guru podcast probably in about half an hour or so. I'll just chuck it up straight away. So if you missed any of this, uh, you can jump on there. Any truth to the rumours, Frizzell is switching edges. I believe he will switch sides. That's what I'm hearing. So I'll leave you with that. We'll talk about it more when we get to bees and break-evens and trials and all that sort of stuff. But thank you as always, Legends, and I'll see you soon. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.